That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and you need to wake up with us because it is week four, and we got a lot of exciting things to talk about. We got Brian Scott in for injuries. I got all my fantasy friends lined up to help you get your lineup started, and we're going to do some pickums for you as well. Hope you're ready. Get your butts up. It's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> It's time for TSS Fantasy. I put that in just for you, Fred. Now you're finally here. I love it. All right, let's get things started. It is week four. We are super excited. I'm glad to hear waking up with us. If you have any lineup questions, make sure you put it in the comments. Not going to get them to it till a little bit later at the end of the show. Just make sure you put them in there. We will definitely get to them. Let's get the introduction started. Welcome into the studio, Fred the Jester Reyes. Welcome in, my friend. Yes, I'm back again. It's beautiful. Greece was lovely. Santorini, you got my heart. Love it, love it, love it. I heard, why, why is Jordan not here? I, I wouldn't come neither if I lose to the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I know. I, I was about to text him be like, yo, bro, you all right? You know, like, uh, I think he's a little wounded from last week, apparently. Bandy, welcome in, my friend. I sent you a text this morning. I want to send you the flex start, so get in my Slack so I can send it over to you. Let's also welcome in Greg OJ, the Juice is Loose Mayor. Welcome in the studio, my friend. Fred, you talk about people showing up. I'm surprised you're showing your face and your Jets colors after you didn't pick the Jets the last couple of weeks. Shut I up. picked them last week. Shut up. Yeah, embarrassing, actually. Wow. All right, well, let's also welcome into the studio <laughs> He's here. He, we are here. We are blessed to have him, actually. Welcome in, Justin Jesus Herrera. Yeah, after last night, you're real freaking blessed to have me because <laughs> I don't know if I was going to make it. But if it was a Dolphins home game, I don't think I would have made it for sure. Thank God they're on the road to the Buffalo Bills today. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be a real good game. Going to be exciting indeed. Um, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute. I think the over-under might be a little too high, to be honest. If I'm if I'm a betting man, I think this game gets a little more back down to earth, so to speak. But we'll get to that in a minute. All right. Well, again, if you're looking your lineups today, go to TSSFantasy.com. Justin, I apologize. I saw you sent yours in, and I didn't get to put them up yet. His will be on here in a little bit. Uh, but go check those out. Shop and compare. Also, if you're going to do some daily fantasy, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double that deposit up to $100, so make sure you check that out. Jazz Sportsbooks, same deal. Lots of great stuff there. Use the promo code TSS. And next season, if you're looking for some championship bling for your fantasy champion, look no further than Pro-Am Belts. All right, we got the medical professional NZ building. I don't want to keep that bill running up. If you are watching... On YouTube, hit that subscribe, hit a like, get those uh, comments in, actually your lineup questions in so we can get the answers in earlier. Little things stopping you from doing it, big things popping for us when you do. Let's get Brian in. We got injuries to talk about. Brian, my friend, welcome in week four. And I know your Giants are a little bit reeling right now. So let's get to, the, to it, my friend. What's going on yeah, on the injury report? Let's not talk about that, shall we? Um, all right, let's get right into it here. We got a bunch of last-minute updates that kind of surprised me a little bit here. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like he's going to be out. Did not clear the concussion protocol. I was kind of questioning on uh, Friday how he was going to be able to and it turns out he didn't so he is officially out 
Uh, Bryce Young will be in. Anthony Richardson will be in. Uh, Joe Burrow will be in. Deshaun Watson, he is um, going to be hit with a questionable tag. They're expecting him to play. He could be on a snap count, though. He's been limited all week and really hasn't thrown much. So curious to see how this plays out. Uh, dealing with some type of shoulder injury, probably some type of AC joint sprain. Speaking of AC joint sprains, Derek Carr, you know, I thought for sure he'd be out. Uh, I didn't see any way that he was going to be available and, and able to be 100% uh, heading into this weekend. But then all of a sudden, uh, he participated Friday in a limited fashion and now is listed as questionable. And there's some optimism that he might actually play. So kind of curious as to how that's going to work. Um, that could be a true game time decision. We'll have to see. So keep an eye on that situation as it unfolds. Um, running backs, Austin Eckler listed as doubtful. I don't think we see him again. Um, they've got a bye week, week five. Doesn't make any sense to kind of throw him out there. He's had very limited practice all week, so I don't see this happening. Uh, Jerome Ford, though, he's available. No more injury designation for him. Gus Edwards is off concussion protocol. He'll be available. Um, Justice Hill now apparently got in a um, uh, full session on Friday, which was surprising. I wasn't sure he was going to be able to uh, make it back with this uh, toe injury. So he could be available, but with Gus Edwards coming back, he could be a shared workload. So keep an eye on that. Um, and then Justin, I don't know this, Elijah Mitchell apparently injured his knee on Thursday and now is officially out um, for the game this weekend. So I'm not sure what happened. Apparently he tweaked it at the end of practice. You know more about that? Uh, yeah, so Elijah Mitchell kind of stays injured. Like, that guy is never <laughs> off the injury. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me one bit. The moment they give him the ball 10 times, he goes to the injury report immediately. So that doesn't okay. surprise me one bit. Yeah, I, I'm sure if I go back through my logs, I can probably find him on just about every injured report that I've done over the years. So, yeah, not surprising there. Um, wide receiver position, Jalen Waddell has clear concussion protocol. He'll be available. Uh, Ravens are hurting. They will not have OBJ or Rashad Bateman available in their uh, lineup this weekend. Uh, Zay Jones is going to be out at least this week. Uh, could be questionable for next week, too, because they're in London. And I'm not sure how that's going to work with the travel. And he, he may even stay back here and do some rehab. So that's going to be an interesting situation as it unfolds. Um, Jonathan Mingo uh, should be available. He's listed as questionable, um, but shed his non-contact jersey for Friday's practice, so he should have clear concussion protocol. Jerry Judy will play. He'll, you know, still kind of questionable about his um, how healthy he is, but he's been practicing. Um, hamstrings issue is going to be lingering for a while. Uh, Puka Nukua will be playing despite this little oblique thing he's got going on. I'm sure of that Debo is questionable with the knee and rib injury, but he should be playing. Uh, even though he didn't practice all week, he's a tough cookie. He doesn't need to be out there to get ready. Uh, Brandon Ayuk will be back. Um, he's no longer carrying an injury designation, um, but Juwan Jennings will be doubtful with some type of shin injury for the 49ers. And then Tyler Higby with his Achilles injury um, was questionable heading into the week, um, absent from practice on Wednesday, and then missed two days on, in practice after Thursday's practice, and then Friday he was limited. So could be available. We'll have to see. But then David Njoku uh, apparently had a fire pit injury and got burned on his hands and face. And so now apparently the question is whether or not he can get his helmet on. Yes, you heard that right. That's the wow. question. If he can get his helmet on, he can play. We'll have to see. Wow. That yeah. is interesting for yeah. sure. I'm sure in that broadcast I'll be talking about that a little more, but that's uh, that's an interesting one. Yeah, that happened um, like just recently too. What if there's a, a some kind of a – something in their contract about you know after what happened to uh oh my god who was that uh uh jason pierre paul with the yeah. uh, fireworks thing like yeah. i wonder if they've written those in contracts now like bro you burn yourself that's on you okay that's and i'll tell you thing. what man burn injuries can be very nasty and there's different degrees of those injuries and i've seen them and i've treated them and they are terrible they are terrible indeed. Totally agree with you. Um, last thing, I'm just going to bring it up. Brought up Friday night. Bring it up again because he's on my roster. I'm sure a lot of people have questions like, Saquon Barkley, man, I know you said it's no big deal, but everything I'm reading is like, mm, it's kind of shaky, and that's really big risk for me on, on Monday night. So are you, tell me, give me a percent that you think Saquon's going to hit that field. Well, I saw him 
playing. I saw some video of him running around. He looked good. And then all of a sudden now they freaking hit him with a doubtful tag, which is not a good sign. <laughs> I don't know, man. He looked really good. I don't think this dude can afford to miss much time with this, like what they're calling a high ankle sprain. Um, this is a contract year. You know, this is like a big deal. This, I don't see him missing time, but when you when you're hit with Duffel tag, there's twenty five percent chance that you play. So that's pretty low. I thought maybe right. given the extra night of rest because they have the Monday night football game that we might see him. Chances are it could be a game time decision. He might suit up and get some warm ups in and see how he does. Maybe he'll be in a snap count. But I was surprised to see that myself. So Yeah, I don't think I'm running that risk uh, here on all that. And you know, likely what happened, you saw he said he looked good. Maybe he was out, maybe ran a little too hard, some swellings brought up, and oh, you know, we're back to where we are. So all right, well, Doc, we appreciate you being in the building. We appreciate you. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, get all your great content, my friend. Yeah, um, at Injured List Pod on Twitter and the InjuredList.com is the website where you can find our blog inside the medical tent with Andrew LaDuke. We do on a weekly basis. Subscribe for that, and um, you'll get some bonus info and strategies on how to deal with these injuries. Yeah, we're going to need them as the season progresses. We know they just end up piling up on us, sadly. So, um, you know, really sadly more for them. But, you know, anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get it on. We're going to send you out with our ding, 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 dingus pick of the week from Chris Fox. Thank you, Brian. We'll see you next week. All right. This is the ding, ding, dingus pick of the week with your host. Hey, gang. It's been a crazy first three weeks of fantasy, haven't it? It makes me want to talk about a very important word, and that word is stupid. See, stupid can come up in a lot of situations and have a lot of different meanings. For instance, you could feel stupid if you have Rashad White on your roster still. See, Rashad hasn't topped over 75 yards this season, only has five receptions and one measly touchdown. Sure, he's RB6 in carries, but he's RB72 in output. This week, they face a New Orleans defense that's only allowed one rushing touchdown, and it wasn't even to a running back. Or you might be feeling stupid about Joe Mixon. See, Joe Mixon hasn't caught more than 65 yards and 13 points all season. Eight measly receptions and one tiny little touchdown isn't going to make anybody feel great. And this week, they face Tennessee's number four rush defense who have only given up one touchdown on the ground all year. You might be feeling pretty stupid about Joe Mixon right now. But don't be stupid by playing Baltimore's offense this week. And I mean anybody. See, Lamar Jackson sits at QB 23 in the passing game and has only thrown two measly touchdowns all year. Zay Flowers, zero touchdowns. Nelson Aguilar caught one, but he sits at wide receiver 54. Bateman? Zero touchdowns. OBJ still hurt. Zero touchdowns. What about the RB room? Well, whoever's in it has only crossed the line one time in the past two games. And this week, they face a Cleveland defense that's number two against the run and number one against the pass. Cleveland's defense has nine sacks, and Lamar Jackson has taken eight sacks. Someone's going to have a good weekend, but it's not Baltimore's offense. Don't be stupid. Don't play any of those guys. What you can do is listen to me and Adam Holst live every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. for that effing fantasy morning after show. We'll recap the fantasy weekend and get you set up nice for week five. Until then, listen to what the fox says. Don't be stupid. We'll see you guys next time. Pick of the week. Don't be stupid. Make sure you watch Chris Fox in that effing Sports show on Tuesday. Um, great reaction stuff there. Look who got out of bed to join us this morning. Let's welcome in the judge, Jordan Thomas. Welcome to the studio, sir. Hey, it is uh, it is real early Central Standard Time, but I don't even get up this early for work, but I definitely get my ass out of bed for football. Let's go. Let's do this thing. It is week four, my friend, so let's get you pumped up and ready Let's do some ultimate DFS lineup. My final meeting with the gods from the heavens above. As they spoke to me and hit me with the power of the ultimate warrior. Ah, you can feel it, dude. All right, let's get to it. Let's talk about last week. A pull up last week. Once again, Justin Rain 
supreme 145 that's some great turnouts there from laporta herbert that uh, everyone came in for you it was a great job last week um i came in second and a, and a modest second not just a little little bit behind you but not too far um we had some similar guys in there um as well and jordan my friend unfortunately you're going to be Mr. Dummy this week. 87.2. Didn't even break 100, bro. Ooh, yucky. Um, so I struggle a bit of a week. So the re when, I think what we'll do now is punishment. You have since it's early morning, um, the low man's going to start us off. So, Jordan, you start us off. Give me this week's ultimate DFS lineup. Well, first of all, I just want to say last week was not good for any football team that was associated with me, but this week's <laughs> going to be a lot better. So I'm, I'm trotting out Brock Purdy uh, in the revenge game. He's, he's going to go out there and he's going to sock the Cardinals and uh, take them out since my Dallas Cowboys couldn't. Uh, and I know I Chris may think, Chris Fox may think I'm a dumbass, but I am not ready to give up on Rashad White. Um, I am bought in on the Ezekiel Elliott revenge narrative today i think he gets into the end zone at least once evan ingram is like the only tight end out there uh that is performing that isn't you know travis kelsey or, or tj hawkinson so i am trotting him out he should be starting any minute now um it's a little bit risky but mike evans you know he has some history um with marshawn Lattimore, but he's off to the best start of his career and i think he's going to keep it going today uh taking a uh, page out of my man uh, fantasy jesus's book and i'm trotting out jacoby myers uh worked out well for him last week it's gonna work out well for me this week i'm closing it up with brandon iuk um and calvin ridley and then as you know dirty as it makes me feel let's fly eagles fly in that defense and uh, get me back in the win column the dirty, dirty, he says. All right, well, let's get to Justin, our champ, my friend. Actually, you know what? You go last. You're champ. You, you, you get the honors of last. How about that? I'll just bring mine up. All right, so I got Matt Stafford um, this week going with that Rams matchup um, with the Colts secondary. They are giving up. They're 31st against fantasy QBs, um, so I like this really just matchup for him. I could not sit Kenneth Walker. I mean, every week this guy is putting up big points. And guess what? Giants, they're 26 against fantasy running back, so got to love it. Had to put in Mostert. I know this Bill D, Bills D is good. Someone did put in the chat that they're allowing the most average yards per rush. Um, however, against fantasy running backs, they're still 14th in a league, so it's not a great matchup. But got to love Mostert and what they're doing um, right now with America's team. Uh, Puka Nakua going with that stack for Matt Stafford. Um, DJ Moore like this Bears Broncos matchup to be sneaky good for fantasy. So I'm just trying to get a little piece of it with DJ Moore. Adam Thielen comes in at a great value. He's producing every damn week, so you can't go wrong there. Travis Kelsey, I say I got enough value that I was able to snag Travis Kelsey against the Jets D, who is surprisingly not very good. They're 30th in the league against fantasy tight ends, and there's no no one better coming into town this week. Dalton Kincaid, Miami has a bugaboo for years against tight ends. And it's already this year, it started again. They're 26th in the league. So I like him to finally, if Fantasy Jesus was here, I'd tell him to bless us with a fantasy touchdown today. I think Dalton Kincaid gets in. And Saints D, I don't know how you can get off this train with them. They've been doing great all year and a great value for DFS. All right, Justin, my friend, let's give us your ultimate DFS lineup. Oh, you might be on mute. Look at you. No worries. No worries. Um, so I'm going to start off with Joe Burrow. Tennessee Titans have been terrible against the pass. Um, and this week, Tennessee Titans are looking even more miserable than ever. Uh, they're going to be down trailing Burks. And this whole thing is probably going to get buried very soon. It's going to get ugly. And Joe Burrow is going to have that redemption game we've been waiting for. Josh Jacobs against the Chargers. Chargers can't stop damn anybody. They can't stop anybody. It's just it's very apparent that the Chargers are going to have to outgun every team. And with the Raiders getting a new quarterback change in there, it might kind of revitalize the team for a game. And I'm looking for a big one from Josh Jacobs. DeAndre Swift, man. 
5,700 just doesn't seem to be doing him justice. This man has been putting in work these past two weeks, and he's going to continue to put in work this week against the Washington Commanders. we got T. Higgins. Uh, T. He Higgins has been alternating between games. He either has a crappy game or he has a great game. I'm I'm going off the idea that he had a crappy game last week, so this is going to be a great game against the Titans, so I'm stacking him with Joe Burrow. Then we got Jacoby Myers. I like the pick, like Judge Jordan said. It's a hell of a pick. This dude is always consistent for at least 14 points. He gets a touchdown. It's even better. Michael Pittman Jr., love the play. I was down on him all season or all offseason, and – Man, do I have egg on my face because this guy is just legit and he is the best weapon for Anthony Richardson. Then we got George Pickens. Love me some George Pickens. This guy is an absolute bona fide deep threat superstar. Jake Ferguson, it's usually not a good matchup, but I love what the Cowboys are doing. They're always integrating their tight end. I think he can get at least five to ten points for that 3,500. And then the Texans. Why the hell not? I had very little cash left, and I threw it at the Texans. I said, you know what? Pittsburgh does not look great on offense, and the Texans got D'Amico Ryans back there making those boys work harder than they've ever worked. Let's take a roll. Let's take a roll of the dice on that one. Apparently, the graphic guy thinks it's he's George's pick in today, not Pickens. Um, he should be fired. <laughs> um, and also, I have to say, it's nice when you know you work with people a lot. I see you're taking a little bit of Jake Ferguson from Judge Jordan. He's taking a little bit from you. That's how we get better, right, guys? Take a little bit from everyone. Well, listen, I went off Q, or excuse me, went off script a little bit. I forgot we didn't start. You know how we started a show. We got to talk a little bit about today's weather. My bad. It's time for the weather report. And actually, I think the reason I skipped over it this week in particular, not a lot really that's going to affect any of these games. Um, obviously, in the Dome games, you got kickers in here. You're good to go. Rams at Colts, Bucks at Saints, Steelers at Texans, Raiders at Chargers, and Patriots at the Cowboys. So those are all be indoors. Don't need to worry about anyone being affected for that particular matchup. Um, today in London, it's 70 degrees. Weather seems to be good, so it doesn't seem to be affecting um this game at all so not like that one i think the dolphins played the steelers and like some torrential downpour patriots playing a down downpour over there as well but seems to be good weather over there today um america's team at the buffalo bills a lot of rain up in the northeastern uh quadrant of the united states but unfortunately or excuse me fortunately for uh everyone it's starting to go away today it's 71 degrees and partly cloudy for the Buffalo Bills game. Wins only six miles an hour, so a beautiful day for football. Broncos at the Bears, 73 degrees. It is clear skies. Winds are seven miles an hour. Beautiful day. Ravens at the Browns, 73 degrees. It's clear. Winds, nine miles an hour. Again, great day. Bengals at Titans, 81 degrees. Clear. Winds are six miles an hour. Commanders at the Eagles, 73 degrees. It's clear again. Winds are at 10 miles an hour. Vikings at the Panthers, 76 degrees. Guess what? Clear. That's correct. Nine miles an hour. The winds. Cardinals at the Niners, 70 degrees. Get a little chilly on the West Coast. But guess what? Clear skies are coming through with winds at 10 miles an hour. So they're probably about the windiest uh, game that I've seen. Chiefs at the Jets, it's 70 degrees, it's clear, winds are at 7 miles an hour, so Pat Mahomes is going to have no problem lighting up the New York skyline. Seahawks at the Giants, 69 degrees, clear skies, winds at 6 miles an hour. You know i got to give you a hard time, guys. Come on. All right, well, we were waiting on him to get in the house. He wasn't here last week. we got to get our bet on. Let's get Mikey Betts in the house. It's America's favorite gambler, Mikey Betts. Mikey Betts, welcome into the studio, my friend. We missed you last week. We're glad to have you back, though. Welcome in. Missed you guys, too. Um, yeah, I was a little shot last week coming back from South Bend, Indiana, Notre Dame game. And, uh, yeah, so apologize, but here I am ready to rock and roll. And in perfect timing, your cohort, cohort uh, for your team, Brad, has joined us from the Unbearable Podcast. Good morning, Brad. 
He said that here's there's a shit storm forming in Chicago after you heard that weather report. Good morning, my friend. We appreciate you joining us. All right, Mikey, what we got going on? You don't need to talk about your Bears. It's cool. Let's talk about other teams like America's team. Any prop bets for that today? Oh, oh, dude, I love Jalen Waddles over. Obviously, he's coming back, and he always dominates the Bills. But um, you know what? I just got back from Miami last week, and why is everything so expensive? Why? So I'm, I'm actually – my first bet is I'm taking the Bills minus three just for that reason. I am so tired of Miami. Everything is too expensive. The people are too bougie. So Bills minus three. DeMar Hamlin's coming back. The energy's going to be through the roof. I got Bills minus three. Sorry, Jason. All right, well, I'm sorry to, to – I brought up DeMar Hamlin. I hate to spoil that uh, little parade today, but, you know, we're going to – I hope he doesn't Marie, – Raheem Moser's going to run right over him. Anyway, all right, what else we got, Mikey? All right, so I do have the Bills minus three today. Like I said, sorry. I have the Jags minus three. I have a lot of favorites today, which is never good, but I also have the Vikings minus four and a half. Uh, Browns money line straight up. I don't want to take the points. It's minus 125, I think, right now. Maybe, maybe it moved to 136, but I got it at 125. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, anytime touchdown score, plus 230. He's going up against the Pats. Bill always likes giving the old guy's revenge game touchdown, so I, I think he's going to get it. If he gives it to Ramondre Stevenson, I'm probably going to put a bet on that too, just in case. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey, over 27 and a half receiving yards. And, uh, ooh, I got two more. Stinky. All right. Special. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Over 47 and a half receiving yards, baby. And then I got uh, Russell Wilson, rushing king, obviously, over 11 and a half rushing yards against my stinky, stinky bears. Stinky, stinky bears, he says. All right. Mike, you making picks with us this week? You got to take off. I do have to take let me, let me stay for like 10 minutes and then I'll, right, I'll get off. All right. Right. Well, while while you're chilling, we got it. While you were gone last week, we had someone had to replace you. Um, it's Eric from PSR. He gave us some homegrown bets, and he's back this week. Let's check out the homegrown props from Eric. Don't you Love know it. I'm local? <laughs> back to Homegrown Props. I'm PSR host guy. I'm at our favorite relaxation cultivation station, Cannabloom Pharmacy. Go to CannabloomPharmacy.com and use code PSR and get 10% off your order today. Not a bad week last week. Old Justin Fields was chucking it down the field just like we expected, but them some bitches can't catch worth a shit, can they? No, but Rico Dottle scored a touchdown that put us over the top. It's like we went four and two because that touchdown paid three to one. Not bad. Now, what are we going to do this week? You can do it! Well, I was out in the fields and I seen me a Gerald Everett line that I could not resist pulling off the tree. Three and a half receptions? He's going to go over that easily. and It's going to pay plus 105. I mean, come on. Mike Williams is out. Do we think uh, Quentin Johnson and then the other Palmer kid are going to get all the receptions? Hell no. He's been shown up a couple times by Donald Parham and it ain't fucking happening again. Gerald Everett game incoming, as the kids say. Chris Olave over 72 and a half yards. I thought that was a mistake when I seeked it out there. I said, this man's gone over 100 yards two or three games. What are we talking about? He's got fucking James back there throwing him the ball. We're not going to have 73 receiving yards. Are you kidding me? No, he is. Oh, Javon Hargrave. Well, he's going to get Josh Dobbs on Sunday. What? The uh, Arizona Cardinals, they can't handle the inside pressure. Dobbs been sacked five times, four times it was a D tackle, got him. Javon Hargrave, pass rush, win rate is like top three. He's just kicking ass out there, and he's going to get Dobbs to the ground. Feeling good after those touchdown calls, so we're going to go with a couple more for Monday Night Football. Tyler Lockett, plus 150. The man's got seven end zone targets, one touchdown. Wandale Robinson, seven to one. Are you kidding me for a gadget guy to use around the goal line? Plus 700. Have a great week. We'll see you right back here next time. But I'm going to get you high today. Because it's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. You got, hey, it's Sunday. I got shit to do but watch football. Thanks, PSR guy. We appreciate you. Make sure you check them out on Wake and Rake coming up next right here on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. All right, let's get to our picks. Time for the Sunday Breakdown. 
on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. Fred dancing it up for us this morning. Gotta love it. All right, so let's check out our picks from last week. Ooh, we look at look at who did some pretty decent picks last week. It was the judge and the commissioner, the jester. But look at down at the bottom, Greg nine and seven. Ooh, yucky, and enough to put you down there. With the Chester, you guys are come back to real, baby. To come back to real, got two Chesters. Only, only two games separating me and Jordan, and only one from Justin. So, lots of uh, excitement here on the picks, and we got a lot of different picks this week. So, it's going to be really interesting. All right, let's get on with it, and let's just a reminder what happened um, on the other night. Okay, not starting out good for a couple of you. All right, let's get to it. We'll get to the Monday, or excuse me, this Monday. This the game coming on right after us. The Falcons at the Jaguars. Falcons lead the series overall five to three. The Falcons have won four in a row, including in 2021. They won 21 to 13. The over-under was 43. The Jags are favored by three. Freddie, who do you like in the matchup? Jags have to win. You're in your second home. You're in England. I mean, you've played there many times. I mean, you're one and two. You can't go one and three right now. Indianapolis is playing pretty good. Um, it just, I think this is their game. You can't win. They can't lose across the pond. Justin, how about you, sir? I agree. This is a must-win game for the Jags. Uh, and the Falcons, they don't have nearly the, the quarterback or the weapons on the Falcons' side to compete with the, the Jags. The Jags would just be shooting themselves in the foot if they lose this one. Mikey, what do you think? I was going to try to do a London voice while doing it, but it was going to be lame. So I'm just going to take the Jags minus three. Salt of tea. Thanks, Governor. Thank you. I get my, my Gordon Ramsay impression. OJ, what you think? Jags, they got to win. They got to win. After that performance they did last week, this is this is a must win for them. Jags. Yeah, it was, that was gross. Judge, what do you think? Uh, clean sweep here. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Calvin Ridley redemption game. Drop the hammer down. We all like the Jags in this matchup. No question about it. All right, let's get to the next one. Rams at the Colts. Colts lead this series 23-21-2. The Rams, though, have won the last three games. That's including in 2021, where they won 27-24. Over under 45 and a half, and the Colts are favored by one. Justin, what do you say? Uh, I wonder if I'm gonna be howling at the moon for this one. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I think this is a classic old dog versus young dog matchup where the teams are kind of evenly matched, but you got the more mature quarterback, you've got the better um, position uh, coach over there with Sean McVay, and you've got the more experienced defense. I think that's going to win out today. I think the Rams are going to make it four in a row. Mikey, who you like? Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams too. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the coach. The coach, the better coach always wins in these scenarios. So, yeah, we're going to go with the Rams. I like it. Greg, who you like? Rams <laughs> in agreement. Listen, I'm trying to get my picks right. So, I'm, I'm picking wrong with everybody else. <laughs> nice no, Justin, you won't, won't be howling at the moon for this one, as you can see. Judge, what do you think? I might be howling at the moon. Give me Anthony Richardson and the Indianapolis Colts. No, nah, you're not never howling because Fred is a little sneaky Colts fan himself. What do you think, Fred? I'm taking the Colts. Uh, <laughs> they actually playing pretty good lately. Uh, I'd rather have Minshew in there, but uh, Richardson was playing really good before he got hurt, so let's see. Yeah, I was in between on this one, uh, but just looking at it, I went for me. I just went with the home team, actually, in this one because I was kind of in between on both of them. So we got a full house on this one. Me, Jordan, and Fred like the Colts. I Oh, I still put the wolf on your head. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was doing there. I need to get fired. Apparently, I, I know the graphics guy is done. You're done, bro. All right, Ravens at the Browns. The Ravens lead the series 35 to 13. The series was split last year, however. Browns won 13 to 3. Ravens won 23 to 20. Over-unders 38 and a half. Browns are favored by two and a half. Mikey, who you like? 
Uh, I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half here. Love it. All right. Likey. OJ, who you like? I hate you, Jason, because all these injuries want me to change my pick. I picked the Ravens, man. I think they got to have a bounce back. I think this is the week for them. I know it's a tough opponent in Cleveland, but I, I have a feeling about the Ravens, so I went with the Ravens. How about you, Judge? Uh, I am going with the Cleveland Browns. That defense has been downright nasty, and I think they get after Lamar today without those two wide receivers, so give me the Browns. I like it. Fred, who you like? Man, this one's tough. Uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Um, <clears throat> I think well, – you know, what you, man? What's up? Uh, I, I think Lamar has a good game. It's about time for him to have a breakout game, and this will be the best game for him. So. Greg, Greg's the- literally treating you like Marty Mush right now. So. For real. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Justin, who you like? Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. I, I think this is – uh, the perfect storm for them to start taking over this division right now. I agree. And I actually picked them in the, um, you know, beginning of the year to win this division, get out into, Oh, actually I think I picked the Bengals, but I got them in the playoffs. However, I do think with Deshaun being hurt, the shoulder injury, I was reading a little more into it. I think it might be a little more to it than um, what we're hearing. I actually went with the Ravens as well. So we got a full house here. Greg, Fred, oh, now I know I'm in trouble. Um, and I went all in with <laughs> Justin went with the Browns. All right, let's go to the next one. Vikings at the Panthers. Vikings lead the series 10 to 6. Vikings won two in a row, um, including a 34 to 28 OT thriller in 2021. Over unders 46 and a half. Vikings are favored by four and a half. Greg, who you like? I know last week I said I was done with the Vikings. I know. I did. I did say that. But if you can't beat Carolina this week, seriously, just pack it up. Pack it in, pack it up. You're done. But I went with the Vikings. I had Greg Greg's saying get Kirk Cousins to the Jets if that's the case. Jordan, what do you say? I also think this is the get right week for the Minnesota Vikings. I'm smashing all the overs in this, and I think they win this one going away. All right. I like you, Fred. Who you like? Muted. There you It's for the best. Let's go, Vikings. (laughs) (laughs) I like you, Justin. Vikings. Mikey. Uh, I'm going to take the Vikings minus four and a half. I'm going to go That's after true. this one, but I'm going to leave one more gem. Uh, Adam Thielen, anytime touchdown score. I'll see you guys later, all right? Appreciate you, Mikey. See you next week, my brother. See you next week, guys. As Mikey heads out, let's drop that hammer on that That's Vikings true. matchup. We all like the Vikings. In this <laughs> one. Like that. That's that Olympic <laughs> pick right here. Like you can't go wrong. Yeah, I've been waiting for that, Fred. Where's that been at? All right. Bengals at the Titans is the next one. Titans lead the series 40-37-1. Bengals have won the last three, including 2022. They've won 20-16. The over-under is 41. The Bengals are favored by two and a half. Judge, who are you ruling on this one? On this one, uh, this one was uh, pretty tough for me, but I am going with the Bengals on this one. All right. Tough one indeed. Um, Fred, what do you say? I have to go with the Bengals. Uh, they're in the same position as Jacksonville. Like, they got to get it together. Got to get right if you want to get in this playoff race in the AFC. Justin, what do you say? Yeah, it's pretty easy for me. The Bengals all the way. I'm, I'm surprised the line is a lot bigger after Traylon Burks is out and the disaster that is Derrick Henry's final season as an RB1. So, yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. Yeah, um, indeed. Um, just I think that Joe Burrow calf injuries kind of shine people away. But, OJ, what do you say? Bengals, man. The Titans look like they've been stuck in the mud all season, so I'm with the Bengals. Yeah, we, we don't worry about no stinking calves around here. Put that hammer down on this one. We all like the Bengals in this matchup. Mark it oh, hurt yourself, bro. <laughs> we didn't stretch yet. All right, let's go to the next one. Bucks at the Saints. Now, the Saints lead the series 39 24 and 1. The Bucks swept them last year 17 to 16 and 20 to 10. They've won two in a row. The over under is 39 and a half, and the Saints are favored by three and a half in this matchup. Fred, who you like? The return of Kamara. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Saints. I think, um, I, I think Winston chucking the ball. Winston started today, right? Or the car? 
The car is um, expected to play. Either yeah. or. Kamara's going to run a thousand, a, a bunch of times. He's fresh. He was not injured. He was suspended. Uh, Saints beat the Bucks. All right. I like it. Justin, who you like? I bet the, the Saints were hoping for Jameis Winston because they probably will be able to get downfield a little bit better. I still think they're going to win this game. It's going to be a defensive struggle, and I think the Saints got more experience. All right. OJ, what do you say? I went with the Saints, man. Every time Freddie picks a team that I pick, I die a little bit inside. But I'm going with Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Your record dies, maybe. George, what do you – let's go to the judge. What do you say, friend? Final Take verdict. Up. Think I'm load wolfing on this one. I'm going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, yeah, you are actually lone wolfing on this one. I like the Saints in this matchup. That D has been too good. Go ahead and howl it up, Jordan. Ooh. All right, yeah, cued it up right this week. You are lone wolfing that one. Oh, oh shit, I got it on. I got it on loop. Hold on, I got to scroll back down. Crazy pick. We did it twice. Three times. <laughs> I forgot when you when you don't change it, it automatically puts things to loop. I forgot about that. All right, let's go to the next matchup. The matchup of the day. America's team is going to Buffalo today. The Dolphins lead this series 62, 56, and one. That's because you are a bitch. The Bills, however, speaking of bitches, they have won 11 out of the last 13. Last regular season matchups last year. I mean, we split the regular season matchups 21 19, 32 to 29. Both were great games. The wild card game was also good. That was with Skylar Thompson, as you remember, 34 to 31. The Bills won that one as well. The over under 53 and a half. The Bills are favored by three. Justin, who do you like? I didn't know the Cowboys were going to Buffalo this week. You said America's team. Um, I'm going to go with the Bills this week. It just seems like it's going to be like the adrenaline damp, the come down from that 70-point uh, extravaganza, crucifixion, whatever the hell you want to call it, of uh, Denver. There's no way that they're going to put up 70 on the Bills. The Bills are too damn good. Um, so, yeah, I think that this is the come down for the Dolphins, and uh, the Bills get right and get back on top of that division this week. All right, Greg, what do you think? Well, you know, the Bills own the Dolphins. I'm going with the Bills. Big Brother wins again, so I'm sorry, J Jason. I'm sorry. Don't need to be sorry because you just need to be wrong. Judge, what do you think? Man, I'm sorry. I'm starting to reconsider this one, um, but I, I'm with the boys on it. I, I, I'm picking the Bills strictly because it's in Buffalo. I'll be picking Miami later in the season. Give me the Bills today. Fred? Home, home field advantage, Bills Mafia. Got to go with the Bills. You already know what fucking time it is over here. <laughs> Howl it up. Let's go. America's team will win against all you commie bastards today. Going to put that run game into the Bills. Going to open things up for Tyreek as normal. This team is on fire. It's going to continue 4-0 in the AFC. Let's go. All right, let's go to our next matchup. We got the Broncos at the Bears. Series is tied 8-8. Eight to eight. The Bears won the last meeting 16-14. to 14. The over-under 46.5. Broncos are favored by 3.5. Greg, who you like? This is a toss-up for me, man. I chose the Bears. I just figured they got to get it right at some point this season. Justin Fields got to look down the field. So I'm going with the Bears. It's Justin Fields got to look down the fields. He's a poet, didn't know it. Jordan, what do you think? Man, I, I don't usually watch Division Three football, but I may make the exception this week. Um, I just think the Broncos are a better team despite having the shit kicked out of them last week. I think, I hope they come out with just a little bit of fire this week, and I think if they do, it's enough to beat the sorry-ass Bears. Brad, what do you think? You know, with your name being thrown in the likes of Zach Wilson, I have to go with the Broncos this week because they've been trashing Justin Fields all week. So I'm going with the Broncos. All right, Justin, what do you think? I'm going to go with the Broncos. I, I just don't think that anybody can be worse than the Bears right now. 
Yeah, I actually agree. Fred, or excuse me, Greg, you can growl, right. growl this one up. You're going to be the lone bear on this one. I didn't have a bear one, but at least I'll give you. That's going to be the one that puts me in, moves up in the, in the rankings. There you go. Okay. This is you the got one to pick with Freddy, so y'all should be. I know. This, that could be trouble. You never know. All right, let's get into our next one, the Commanders at the Eagles. Commanders lead the series 89-82-5. and five. Eagles have won three out of the last four. They split last year, however. Commanders won 32 to 21. Eagles won 24 to 8. The over-under is 43 and a half, and the Eagles are favored by eight and a half. Um, let's go, Jordan, on this one. Who do you like in the matchup? Eagles. Fred? Eagles. Justin? Fly, Eagles, fly. Greg? Really? Get that hammer out, bro. Get that hammer out. You know, you already know what's up. Like, yeah, that's this is like the beginning of the ass whoopings in the afternoon. All right, let's go on to our next one here. This one's a little more compelling. Steelers at the Texans. Steelers have led this series five, five excuse me, five to two. Steelers won five out of the last six. So basically they've won five in a row. Um in 2020, they last played, they won 28 to 21. The over-under is 41 and a half. The Steelers are favored by three. Fred, who do you like? I'm going with the Steelers. Uh, it was This was a tough game. I, I actually had a dwell on this one a little bit. Uh, uh, the, the Steelers are 2-1 and one in first place, but they have a differential of like 14. They, they give up a lot more. So this one was tough, but I'm going Steelers. Let's go. Justin, what do you think? I just see Greg over here like, fuck, man. It's <laughs> the same team. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Texans. I, I like what the Texans are doing out there. I think they have a more competent quarterback, and I think this defense is stingy. I think they're going to go out there, and they're going to really uh, show Pittsburgh Steelers who's boss. I like it, Greg. What do you, what do you think? Jason, uh, next week, can you send me Fred's picks first before I pick? So I <laughs> Fred, <laughs> what you guys don't know Because he waits – Fred waits after everybody else's pick to send his picks, and I'm I'm done with this. I picked the Steelers, but I, I know I should have went with the Texas man. But I, I picked the Steelers. Judge, what do you think? Final verdict. It, it just takes him a little bit longer because he's got to write them all out on paper first before typing it in. But <laughs> this one, honestly, man, I really want to flip flop from earlier in the week. I really like the Texans in this game, but I, I'll stick with what the graphics say, and I will say the Steelers. All right, well, we know what that means, Justin. Get your howling vocals out because it's on. You are lone wolf. Oh, man, this might be our chance to to catch up in the standings. Let's go. I know. We're done, bro. All right, let's get to the next one. The Las Vegas Raiders going to the Chargers. Raiders lead the series 68-57-2. They split last year. Raiders won 27 to 20, and the Chargers won 24 to 19. Over under is 48 and a half. Chargers are favored by six and a half. Justin, who do you like? Uh, I like the Chargers. All right. I, uh, let's go, Greg. Who do you like? Who did Fred pick? Who did Fred pick? <laughs> I picked, picked Chargers. Fuck it. It's done. My Sunday's ruined. I'm good. Jordan? It is Aiden O'Connell time to lose his first game. Give me the Chargers. Let's just put it down. I didn't even say it. I already gave Fred away. It's put the hammer down. We all like the Chargers in this one. And if you guys don't mind, I'm going to read this and just put the hammer on this one. Cardinals at Niners. 49ers lead the series 34 to 29. 49ers swept them last year, 38 to 13 and 38 to 10. See if you catch a theme there. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. The Niners are favored by 14. And you just drop that damn hammer down, bro, because we all obviously are, are going to Are you sure Niners Jordan here. doesn't want to change his pick? There- what happened? <laughs> <laughs> he might be a chain in his affiliation after last season, but our last game. Uh, but, yeah, drop the hammer down on that one. We can drop the hammer on this one, too, quite honestly. Patriots at the Cowboys. Cowboys lead the series 8-6. to six. Pats have won five out of the last six of the Cowboys, though. Sometimes you got to pay attention to that stuff. That was last time they played was in 2021. They won 35 to 29 in overtime. Over under is 43 and a half. The Cowboys are favored by six and a half. Greg, we're up to you on this one. Who do you like? How about them Cowboys? I'm, I'm going uh, riding with the Cowboys. Jordan, they bounce back this week. Barely, but they get it done. I like it. Fred, what do you think? 
Uh, them boys. The yeah, they they bounce it back. Yeah, we them boys this week, Justin. America's team wins this week. <laughs> they are not. Quit, quit spoiling my fun. All right, let's go to the next one. Chiefs at the Jets. We would be dropping a hammer down if it weren't for our co-hosts. Chiefs lead the series oh, no. 20, 19, and 1. The Chiefs won the last meeting 35 to 9 in 2020. The over-under is 41 and a half. The Chiefs are favored by eight and a half. Let's go to Fred on this one. Who are you liking the matchup? Well, you know, they're playing in New York. Uh, they know they got to run the ball. And I'm going with them Jets, baby. Upset special. Let's go. J-E-T-S. Oh, my goodness. All right. Spoiler alert. Everyone else, including Greg. Wow. You were talking all I feel all good that- now. Freddie picked the Jets and I picked the Chiefs. I'm good. Talking all <laughs> that Wait, After how much shit he talked Uh-huh. Yep. After it's, it's, talking it's gotta all be, that, gotta stuff. be real sometimes, Fred. You gotta be real. That's all right, Fred. Because now you can get some bass in the voice and get your get your howl out on him. Because you are the lone wolf for your Jets, boy. If that, if, if that, I gotta say, if that comes in, bro, that's gonna be a definite win for Listen, you, no doubt about it. Fred, Fred is definitely the jinx. Watch Zach Wilson. Trader, Trader, Benedict Arnold. <laughs> Let's get to the Monday Nighter. Um, the Seahawks at the Giants series tied 10 to 10. The Seahawks won five out of the last six. Seahawks, uh, that was in t- 2022, 27 to 13. Over under is 47 and a half. Seahawks are favored by one and a half. Who do you like in this matchup? Judge Jordan. Uh, give me in this matchup the Seattle Seahawks. Okay, I like it. Let's go to Fred. Who do you like in this matchup? I like the Giants. I really thought Saquon Barkley was going to play all week, and now the foolishness starts, of course, uh, right before the weekend. But I'm going to ride with the Giants anyway. They got to keep up, so let's go. All right, Justin, who do you like? Well, I'm going to go with Seattle all the way. All right, and Greg, who do you like? My picks just keep getting better and better. <laughs> so as long as I pick opposite of Fred, I pick the Seahawks. I'm good. I gotta tell you, man, Fred, this is gonna be a big weekend for you in the picks. That's a giant, baby. Because if you don't, if they don't come in for you, you're gonna be in trouble. But once again, to finish it off, Monday night, you're gonna be the lone wolf on Monday night. Ooh-wee. Did it. Great job. It's gonna be interesting to say the least. All right. We got to get to some mailbag questions because, you know, it's Sunday. We got Fancy Jesus to get to as well. So let's get to these mailbag questions. Um, we got a lot to get to, too, as well. So get ready. Let's get your lineup set for the mailbag. You've got mail. Let's get to the questions. I scroll this damn thing on up here. All right, here we go. Let's go to Fred first. This one's from the Tuaside squad. His question is: Joe Burrow at Tennessee or Anthony Richards at, Richardson? Excuse me, at versus the Rams. Oh uh, man, two good ones. Uh, I, I usually would pick Anthony Richardson, but he's just coming back off the injury, so I'm going to go with Joe Burrow on this one. Um, like we said earlier, uh, Cincinnati has to start winning, and it has to be now. Like it. I like it. Justin lights camera Jackson. Justin Fields versus Denver or Brock Purdy versus Arizona. I'll go with Justin Fields versus Denver. And this is solely because I think that the San Francisco game might get really out of hand real quick and they might pull Brock Purdy at some point. So I'm going to go with Justin Fields against a bad rushing defense in Denver. Pretty good guess, I would say. Let's go to Daniel Jones locker to Greg. It's does Sean Watson versus Ravens or Dak Prescott versus the Patriots? Well, I mean, we know we all heard about you know Deshaun's shoulder, so I'm kind of leery on that one. So I'm gonna lean more to, towards uh, Dak Prescott against New England. I like it. I like it. About to go golf is Jordan here with Geno Smith at the Giants 
or CJ Stroud, excuse me, versus the Steelers? Man, I am so in love with CJ Stroud right now, but that Geno Smith versus New York Giants matchup is tasty. I don't love Stroud versus the Pittsburgh defense as much. On this one, this week, I'm going Geno. All right, let's get a little sophisticated with Fred with the Charbonnet Sauvignon with the Char- Char- Jerome Ford versus Baltimore or Tyler Algier at Jacksonville. Oof. Um, not, not Baltimore. Let's go with Algier against Jacksonville. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, I just like him a little bit better. I like his name. This is not feeling, making me feel, uh, you know, so I'll go with Algier. They still got to run the ball. Um, that's what Atlanta's about. Let's go. Fred, half this game is based off of feeling. So you're, you're it, it right is, Whatever is. you're feeling, whatever you're feeling, you let the you let them know. We're good with it. Super Camario for Justin. Alvin Kamara is back versus Tampa. Javonta Williams at Chicago. I'm going to go Javonta Williams at Chicago. Because like I said, 300 yards last week to the Miami Dolphins. I think Javante Williams can get in the end zone. Kamara is just getting back, and he's playing a tough run defense in Tampa. I like it. Greg, yes, we a Chan here with uh, Eli Mitchell versus Arizona or a Chan at Buffalo. I'll go with a Chan. Mitchell's hurt. Mitchell's hurt. Easy. Like it. All right, Jordan, let's let B. Johns be B. Johns here. And he needs one for PPR. Jalen Warren at Houston, Isaiah Pacheco at the Jets, or James Conner at the Niners? It's a little rough, but, uh, you know, I was I was uh, real down on James Conner last week saying he wasn't going to do anything against those Cowboys. And while I don't think the Cowboys defense is as good as the 49ers, I think James Conner has the safest floor, floor and the highest ceiling out of these three guys. I like it. Fred, you know what my mom used to say? If you gives and you shall receive Jacoby Myers at the Chargers or Tank Dell versus the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Let me go Jacoby Myers. Um, I, I know every time the AFC West plays each other, it, it's usually a good fantasy game. Um, we're throwing back and forth. So I, I'm definitely going to go with Jacoby Myers. Colts Martin just want to give a Aiden O'Connell reference just to, uh, to start our day off. All right, let's get to Justin and ride the Pollard Express. Adam Thielen versus the Vikings. Cortland Sutton at Chicago or DeAndre Hopkins at Cincinnati. I'm going to go with Adam Thielen versus Minnesota. That is a revenge game right there. And that man deserves every bit of revenge he's going to take out this week. Two touchdowns. Let's go, Adam Thielen. Let's, I need you. I need you too this week, Adam Thielen. Come on. Let's I go. like I like it, Greg. Let's keep on dilling them softly. He needs two of these. Mike Evans at New Orleans. Mike Michael Pittman versus the Rams or Jerry Judy at Chicago. Man, Mike Evans against Lattimore every year is a battle, man. It is a battle between those two. But like Jordan said earlier, you know, this is the best start of Mike Evans' career. So I'm going to go with Mike Evans. <sighs> Jerry Judy and that hamstring, man. But I'll go Evans and Judy. Chicago's defense is weak, so I'm going to go Judy and Evans. All right. Um, you know what they say, Jordan? If you Zeke, ye shall find. Jahan Dotson at the Eagles or Elijah Moore versus Baltimore? Give me Elijah Moore. He's getting peppered with targets every single week. He's eventually going to break one. This one's a smash Elijah Moore to me. I like it. L-O-L-J-K. He needs one of these. Or excuse me, Ramondre Stevenson at Dallas. Najee Harris at Houston or Brandon Ayuk at Arizona. Fred? Oh, it's me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, definitely not Ramondre Stevenson. I think Michael Parsons is going to come out pissed off. Um, I'm going to go with Najee Harris. Uh, yeah, that's the one that has to be. I picked the Steelers to win today. I think it's going to be a defensive running game. Uh, I that's what I, I, I think. Um, I, I, I you like he's. I'm kind of. I'm kind of like with Justin. I don't know how much Purdy's going to be throwing that ball around. So let's go, with Najee Harris. Yeah, Najee Brandon, you might be a good play today with no maybe Debo a little banged up today also. Yeah. So uh, I think you're good either way with Najee or Brandon. You quite frankly. Um, let's go to our Colts. Mark got a question here, Justin. Who do you like, Nico Collins? Puka or Damian Pierce, and it's a standard league. Uh, in a standard league, I really like Nico Collins. This guy pulls off big plays on a weekly basis, and he's, he's going to be playing 
in my opinion, one of, one of the worst secondaries I've seen on a Steelers team in a long time. Uh, Damian Pierce is going to be tough because the Steelers' run defense is pretty good. But, yeah, I'll go with Nico Collins on this one. If it was PPR, I'd go Puka because of the receptions. But Nico yeah, tends to go for like 100 yards. Yeah, for sure. That's a tough one all the way because it is standard. All three of these, though, however, I think are great plays today. Puka's got a good matchup. Colt secondary is bad. Um, so all these got some great matchups for you. So I think you can't really go wrong. Plug any of those guys in there. All right, let's go to uh, Greg. Got a couple more here. Better call Hall needs one to flex. Christian Kirk versus Atlanta. B. John Robinson at Philly or Nico Collins brought him up versus Steelers. I think that Philly defense is going to lock up on Bijan this this week. And it's Christian. Brian Robinson. Oh, just Washington. My bad. My bad. Oh, did I? My it bad. was I Cooper's bad. My fault. I'm sorry. Yep, my bad. I got Bijan on the brain. My bad. I think they're going to lock up Brian. Um, I'm going to go with what Justin said previously. Nico Collins against that weak Pittsburgh defense. I would rock with Nico. All right, Justin, listen, you can kiss my bootay. Yeah, Michael Thomas versus Tampa Bay. Mike uh, Breida at Seattle and Drake London at Jacksonville. You like? Oh, shoot. You know what? I'm going to go with Matt Breida at Seattle because they're going to have to get something going there. And without uh, Barkley, that Seattle defense has been not as expected. So I think that Matt Breida might have a sneaky good game on Monday. One one thing I learned a long time ago about Jordan is that his team's got bad juju. Dallas hey, Goddard man. at Washington or Hunter Henry at Dallas? I had to bring this one to you. Oh, y'all already know. Give me Hunter healthy against Dallas today. He's definitely getting in the end zone 100%. I love it. Last couple here. Fred, April showers bring Zay Flowers, Kyle Pitts at Jacksonville, or Jake Ferguson versus those Pats. You know, I've been hearing a lot about Kyle Pitts this week. I'm going to go with Kyle freaking Pitts. He's, he's going to show up and then get traded. <laughs> yeah. 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 We yeah, can all break that hammer down on that one. We can all that get behind nice that. One. All right, let's finish it up. Last one. We'll bring it to Fantasy Jesus since we're about to go to him anyway because he's feeling groovy today. Broncos at the uh, Bears or you got Ravens at Cleveland? Well, you know what? I'm going to go with Ravens at Cleveland. If Deshaun is really having a tough time, he might be slinging it backwards this week uh, like he was last week. But Broncos and Chicago, I think they're just going to be offensive. Like, you know, it's going to be a mess, but I don't think you want to have the defenses in that game for sure. Yeah, no, no doubt. All right. Well, thanks so much for all those during the week. We appreciate you. Let's get on to it. It's Sunday morning. I know I haven't been to church yet. This is the only church I go to, and I get my boy. Here he is. He's Fantasy Jesus. He's here to bless your fantasy lineups. Put your hands together and pray for Fantasy Jesus. I'm here to save your fantasy rosters. Welcome in, everybody, and good morning. This is Fantasy Jesus' 5 DFS picks for week four. Let's get it started with Russell Wilson. The Broncos are coming in after being crucified and burned at the stake, and this week they will hopefully be like the Phoenix and rise from the ashes against those putrid Bears. Russell Wilson threw for 300 yards and a touchdown, so he technically wasn't the problem. Hopefully continues to not be the problem this week and is a lock for you as your quarterback in DFS. Then we're gonna to go to James Cook. And just like last week, Fantasy Jesus is predicting the first touchdown for James Cook. He has been putting in work uh, since week two against the Raiders. And last week, he also elevated this offense against the Commanders. And James Cook, Fantasy Jesus is calling it here. First touchdown of the year against the 22nd worst team against the running back in the Miami Dolphins. Then we're gonna go to Tank Dell. So Tank Dell has been a godsend for everybody in fantasy, as you might've gotten him in your later rounds and he has turned out to be a major steal at this point. Tank Dell in the past two weeks has gotten 17 targets and has cashed in on two touchdowns, one in each week. Lock and load him against TJ Watt and that funky Pittsburgh bunch. Then we go to George. The Animal Kittle, that's right, he is America's tight end, and he is locked in this week with possibly Debo Samuel missing this game, 
look for George Kittle to get heavily involved in the offense. And another prediction of Fantasy Jesus. George Kittle is going to get his first touchdown of the year as well. Finally, we got Cincinnati doing the eulogy tour for the old Tennessee Titans. This team has been absolutely abysmal. Hasn't even scored 50 points on the year. This team is going for that number one pick overall. And this week, the Cincinnati Bengals might not be the best defense, but they're going to be the best for your DFS lineups. Put them in. This has been Fantasy Jesus. Five DFS picks. May your lineups be blessed. I'm not sure who to start this week. Trust in your savior. Thank you so much, Fantasy Jesus. We do appreciate you. All right, well, from all of our fantasy friends and my boys here, good luck in your week four adventures. We hope that you guys do well today. Kevin Wilson, professor, checking in before we head out. Lots of Bear offensive players are on the spot against uh, Broncos. Producer, be ready, be left in that house. Totally agree with you. Thank you so much. Professor of Belly Up Sports, we appreciate you checking in. All right, guys. Well, from us to you, good luck in week four. We'll be back on Tuesday with our waiver wire show. Uh, and then, of course, you'll see us for Champs and Chumps next week. We got to figure out what game we're going to throw in there. Lots of good matchups for next week. Good luck. Go get your fantasy lineup set. We appreciate you. We got Wake and Rake coming up next, by the way. And also TSF, TSF starts and sits right after. So stick and stay on the Fantasy Sports Corp. We appreciate you and we. All right.